What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the comic book lair. This is Kyle. And this is Ray. I said it like I answered a phone call. <laughs> like you were like you were working at a call center, dude. <laughs> You've reached Kyle, comic book lair. Leave a message at the sound of a beep. Beep. Dude, how's it going over there, buddy? Dude, I'm doing great, man. Uh yeah. Good it week. Feels like I got... this is our first show ever. I know. It's been so long, dude. But I had a cool week. Yesterday was uh, 16 years for my wife and I, so we got to go out to a good dinner and celebrate. And dude, yeah, congratulations, cool. man! I'm proud Thanks, of you, Thanks, buddy. Appreciate that. 16 years, man. Pretty wild. That's a, that's a good while. It's been a while. I mean, it's only been two weeks, but it seems like it's been forever. It has, and it does, dude. I don't even know what we do on this show. Can you? What are we doing here? I don't even know what I'm doing. What are you up to, man? How was your week? What have you been up to the last two weeks? We're finally back in the saddle. Dude, I'll tell you what, man. In my neck of the woods, I know we've talked about it before, but it is hot. Dude, I've been seeing reports and it's just going to start sweating 24 7. It's not even fun right now. I don't know how you do it, dude. It's tough. Like, my brother came down to this neck of the woods for the 4th of July. And he called me on his way home, and he's like, man, I, I know I live somewhere where it's kind of toasty, but, like, it should be illegal to live where you're at. <laughs> <laughs> every time I think about that, I think about this in, in two regards. One thing that blows my mind every day when I think about it, like, because I'll drive down one street, and I pass, like, four or five fast food places, and I'm like, how do they get all their meat? Like, that one street, it blows my mind that they can get enough meat for every single fast food place there. And then, and then I think the entire country, there's like billions of fast food places. Like, where, how, how is it even possible to raise this many cows? And then the second thing I always think is when it's in a hot city like yours and everyone's just cranking their AC, I'm like, where, how do they even have enough energy for that, dude? I want to know where you went from heat. <laughs> And it's hotter than heck to uh, to meat and and food at restaurants. I wanted to know where that even popped in your brain. Eating meat, dude. Eating meat, <laughs> dude. I drove <laughs> for for vacation. We went down to the river with the family. It's like we've done it like I don't know three or four times, and uh, literally on our way down there, dude. Like we're just driving through this barren desert, right? And we passed this like dairy farm, big old dairy farm just off the beaten path. And I'm just sitting out there looking at these cows. They're like 10 times the size of me. And I'm just like, how are these cows just not falling over dead? In the heat? Oh, yeah. Yeah, in the heat because it is just smoking hot out there, dude. And they're just (laughs) out there trotting along. I don't even know, dude. But that's where the meat comes from. (laughs) right on uh anyways yeah we had a good vacation though we went to the river man it was so fun um i was nervous my son wasn't gonna like it because he's like super timid of the water last time we were there but dude he was jumping off the dock left and right like staying up late uh dude you know like when you're at the river like we were staying in this like little bungalow and like as soon as daybreak there, like, there's the whole room is lit up, you know, it's not like, there's no, like, blackout curtains like you have at your house or whatever. And so, dude, 5.30 rolls around, and this kid, like, barely squeaking an eye open, and he's like, Dad, can we go swimming? <laughs> like, bro, we're just not even rolling out of bed yet. No. Yeah, that's awesome, And dude. Uh, so it was fun. Like, we had a blast. We were able to just reset, uh, hang out, have some good family time. Yeah, had a good 4th of July as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fireworks were awesome. Yeah, it was great. When you were a kid, do you remember ever being scared of fireworks? Um, not me. I was stoked for fireworks. I was dude. stoked, and the louder the better, man. But like, my kids are scared of them for some reason. I'm like, dude, these kids being scared, I don't understand. Yeah, dude, I remember shooting bottle rockets at each other, Roman candle wars, all that. Now my kids don't even like those little snail ones you get. Bro, so my kids are scared of fireworks, and this was a year ago. And I was like, well, I'm going to do some fireworks in the backyard. Like some small little dudes, right? Little poppers. Some sparklers, whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> So to start small, bro, I bring out the sparklers. And my daughter, I light hers first. And dude... 
if it doesn't just throw sparks at her, gets on her skin, she's wigging out, and I am just like a failure. I can't even do sparklers without causing an injury, bro. <laughs> yeah, we don't. Um, I used to buy fireworks back in the day, but um, I haven't bought any of that. They're illegal everywhere out here. It's like pointless now. Dude, they say they're illegal, but they sell them on every single dang street corner, bro. I know. At those little tents. I know. Yeah. Dude, I got some good news for you, bro. <laughs> Lay it on me. I finally got Hoopla. I know. I'm proud of you. I am lit up, dude. Give me your like give me your thoughts on it. Like what do you think about it? What do you think of it? Like um as far as like scrolling through everything, what do you think about going uh, like uh, panel by panel? Let me let me hear the rundown. Well, I'm stoked that they even have like a guided view. It's like it tries to do these smooth transitions, which I'm just like, oh my gosh. Like I just want to bounce to the next panel. Yeah. Uh, but who I'm not gonna complain. I mean, I get to read all this stuff for free and I don't know, dude. It's pretty cool, dude. Yeah, and I was we we'll rented say, movies on it already for the kids oh, and everything you? on yeah, Apple I TV. So. I haven't done that yet. I know you can like hook it to your Roku and all that kind of stuff yeah. too. Yeah. So we have it on the Apple TV and uh my wife's gonna use it for some audio books and dude, what a rad app dude it's one of the neatest things i've ever seen i will say the guided view is kind of weird compared to like comiXology yeah but dude another great bit of news on the ipad comiXology you can purchase an app now oh well i i, I mean i'm, I I'm not cool like, enough to have an I ipad dropped like 40 bucks <laughs> you were just purchasing <laughs> everything books for everyone dude you had a, you were just thinking you had unlimited finances. I and did. It, I was like, that's just, dangerous. I get. I mean, it is good, but now it's dangerous. I know, but this is how I don't understand why they weren't doing it. Because, dude, they could have got a lot of people into some debt. Like it's it's got it <laughs> right. But I'm like, okay, so if the reason is you don't want to give Apple a cut because you're selling it through the store, like you got to balance that with the amount of people you're losing sales from, and it's got to outweigh it. I'm just like, dude, what's 30% of three bucks anyway? Like 30 cents or something? Dude, you might have saved them with all the buying you've been doing. I'm putting them back in biz. <laughs> well, good, dude. I'm glad uh, I'm glad you got on the Hoopla, though. Um, I'm definitely going to have to check. I know they have music on there, too. Yeah, so that's interesting, though, right? Because at, there's a limit to the amount of days certain things can be borrowed. Yeah, yeah. For a book, it's cool because you have 21 days, which is totally enough time for a movie you have three days for an audiobook i think it's like a week or something but for music you only have three days so it's like you can jam the new taylor swift album for three days and then it's got to go back yeah can't you just recheck it out probably yeah i don't know how all that works yeah me neither i'm not sure but um i'm stoked for you man because there's a lot of good stuff on there man like not only comics but normal books audiobooks all kinds of cool stuff yeah Good. So uh, how's, how's the vacation for you, though? Let me know. You do anything cool? We just saw fireworks, and then my kids had a couple sleepovers at um, our grandparents' houses, so I've had a couple days to uh, freedom. Uh, last night was one for our anniversary. We had a free night, no kids, and that was nice. And uh, I've just been uh, trying to learn a new audio work. like a, They call them a DAW, digital audio workstation. That's how we edit the podcast, and I've been learning a new one, so... You know me. I've You've been, been diving, up all night. I've been taking classes on it. I've gotten <laughs> certificates and like in it now because I've been burning through these classes and right on. Just and I've read a ton of comics in the last two weeks. I mean, literal so many. I don't even know how I'm going to talk about them today with you. It's going to be the craziest speed round in the history of the lair. Well, I'm pumped you at least have a speed round because I haven't read much. Not only like was uh, like we're out of town for like almost a week and then like trying to catch up at work. Dude, I'm going to tell you this local man. Which number are we on? The, I think the arc just ended. I think five just came out. Oh, did it? Yeah. The one see? right after Camo Crusade. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Don't tell me about it then because I, I definitely want to read that and finish that one up. So it we'll, uh, takes a wild twist, bro. Okay, well, don't even say nothing. I, I know won't. we're like, I don't care about spoilers usually. But that's but one you want to read. This is one, yeah, that um, I'm going to say, don't say anything else. Yeah. You've been, how's your back, dude? I want to oh, check dude, in on your back. Let me tell you what. 
It's terrible. Still? Dude, I don't know what I did. I've been going to the chiropractor nonstop. I, I've been like, I think four times. He finally just told me I might need to go get an MRI. Like you have a slip disc or something? I don't know if I got a bulging disc or like a slip or something, dude. I hope it's a bulging disc. <laughs> just so you can sell, tell everybody you have a bulging disc. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I hope it's none of that, bro, but just to be silly. And it's been terrible, dude. I've literally, like, I'm doing all I can think of. Like I told you last time, I'm hanging upside down, heating it, icing it, shocking it up still, laying around. Nothing. Like, my last um, I, um, two days off, today's my last day off, um, I haven't done nothing. Literally nothing. Laid around the house. Like, I mean, my wife and I went out to eat into a movie, but, like, I can sit down doing that. I baked some bread today because I was so bored. Nice, I was like, back I was in like, the bread. Yeah, I was like sitting down icing and then heating. Icing, like literally on and off all day for the last two days, icing and heating. And I just couldn't do it anymore. So I was like, I got to bake some bread. Like nothing goes better with back pain than some fresh bread. <laughs> <laughs> and it turned out super good, man. Like my kids yeah, were are- stoked. They were like, Dad, you're making bread again? And I was like, yeah. And they were all fired up. So it turned out super good. But um, yeah, my back is still not 100%, man. It's just, it doesn't hurt. Like, um, I mean, we're getting into the medical air here. But it, <laughs> <laughs> it's not like the most painful thing, but it's just irritating. So hopefully yeah. do a little bit more rest and I'll be good to go. Because I don't want to go get an MRI. That's too much no. money. Yeah. Dang, Let's bro. get into some books. Let's get into Pulp. Dude, let's do it, man. You want to give an overview? Yeah, first thing, dude, I I, ha- I got a, a Barnes & Noble gift card for my birthday. So I spent it on this bad boy, man. It's this pulp. Oh, you got the uh, hardcover? Yeah, and it's the process edition. So it goes through, like, the very beginning, like, how they thought about the comic, how it worked when they are making it, like, from idea to lettering to, like, uh, eat to penciling to inks to colors and uh it was a pretty cool like insight into the process of making a comic book and it's just the two dudes well well colors is by jacob yeah so i think is jacob his son or his brother they're i think they're father-son duo okay i I wasn't sure i I thought so too yeah i think it's a father-son duo and um yeah i'll give a little overview uh so this is a story about a dude is his name max so the, the well, the dudes that he writes about his name's Ace McCoy, right? The Red River Kid. Yeah, but um, his name is Max, our main character. Okay, so it's Max, and this is taking place in the 1930s in New York City, and he's a pulp writer, so he's doing like a a, a bunch of western stories for a a a, like a a magazine called Six Gun Western at the time or something like that. And uh, it's just the story of, of him trying trying to make it work at a time when uh, it's kind of interesting because the writing gigs are kind of getting taken away. His health is failing him. Uh, but it turns out he's writing these Westerns and they're kind of um, fictionalized versions of his real life. And Which his, you don't, yeah, you don't know at first. You don't know at first. And uh, it's just kind of a, a, a spinning tale of a guy who is down on his luck, needs yep, some money, yep. and kind of the hijinks that he gets himself into along the way. I don't know if hijinks is the right word because it's not funny, uh, but he gets himself into into some stuff along the way trying to make some money as a pulp writer. Anything you'd you, like to add? No, I think you nailed it. I loved it. There's like that. There's that twist up front because he he's writing these cool like stories. He's not making hardly any money. His like you want to just jump right into it? Yeah, and even less money now because I mean. Is, is this a? I'm so bad with history. I don't know. Is this like maybe around? No, he said he lived through the Great Depression. It's almost like like the the medium that he's using is kind of like going down the drain. Like there's all these writers out there now. Everybody's writing about westerns. Like it's mm-hmm. not really something that people are buying off the streets anymore. Uh, they hired all these younger like yeah, writers. To just, 
just have like stockpiles of stories ready to go. Yeah, that they're just pencil whipping in, in some little back office. They're just mm-hmm. pencil whipping these stories together for like one, like one cent a you know a word yeah. or something silly. Right, yeah. And so basically, he's on his. It seems like to me he's on his way out of a job, like, and he yeah. knows it. And yeah. um, he went from making you know a hundred and some bucks a story to like. I can't remember what it was when um, he turned in his last story. Yeah, but it's basic- a lot less though. Yeah, he but- feels slighted. Yeah, for sure. And and he is like he's barely making ends meet. He has this woman that he just loves that he met, and Rosa. yeah, Miss Rosa. And she, he's he wants to you know leave her in a good position when yeah, he's gone because like he, he's got something- a heart condition. Yep. And he's a, and he goes down for a heart attack, doesn't want to tell her. And that kind of causes him to have a crisis where he's like, oh, my gosh, I'm not getting paid anymore. We have forty five dollars in our bank account. Yeah. And he's, so he's got one foot in the grave, one in a banana peel, and he's yeah. got to leave her with something, you know, before we go on in the story. Can, can I just time out for a second here? Yeah. Getting into pulp. Was this the story you were expecting it to be? Not at all. Not at all, right? Just from art alone and and the cover, like you're expecting, dude, this is going to be some rad, wild, wild west, like six Uh shooter, like OK Corral, just gunslinging kind of story. Yeah, so did I. And so when it ended up being about an you know, an older gentleman who's writing pulp, I was like, wait, what is this? Yeah. And like even the flashbacks to the Western days, there wasn't that many of them. No. And uh, um, I will say, though, even though it was a surprise and it was totally different than what I expected, I loved it. Yeah, me too. I really, really loved it. Yeah. So anyway, to jump back in, that's what I wanted no, to ask. No, good call. You. Yeah, because that like you first get into it and like immediately you're like, dude, this is rad. This is this Western. I love it. And then it takes like immediately takes a turn where it's just like, well, this is weird. This dude's writing these Westerns. So it's yeah. not even about what you think it is. Yeah. And uh, so in the in the middle of him trying to like figure all this out, Rose is like, you know what? Let's let's go out tonight. So they go to a theater. And uh, it turns out, you know, it wasn't the distraction he was hoping it to be. Uh, and on the screen are these like it's a story about like World War Two and Hitler or something. And it turns out that there's like um, at this time there was a big rise and and like Nazis in New York and they were going to march and uh, that kind of throws them through a loop. And I wasn't expecting a story about a dude who was writing pulp and then a story about Nazis. Like it kind of just felt like out of left field a little bit did it surprise you oh yeah the whole thing surprised me but like yeah. i said i think it was really well done uh, i i loved it from start to finish um i will say like the biggest uh, i guess it would be the biggest twist to me or one of them besides at the end like he's writing these like you mentioned earlier the these cowboy stories but they're like his stories from yeah, he, he used, to be, him. He used to be this outlaw gunslinger. Yeah. And I don't know if he like embellished some of these stories. I'm sure he, he did he a did. little bit. Yeah. Um, but it, it's crazy to think that here he is, this old outlaw who should be in prison. You know, like he had mm-hmm. all these people looking for him, you know, when he was in his outlaw days. And he's just writing his stories out. Just like cranking out them out. Open. Yeah, just cranking them out. Yeah. And, and so um, when he's at the theater, though, he, he he gets this idea in his mind that he's going to pull a robbery to try to make some cash flow for his Rosa. Yeah. Can I tell you something real quick that I thought was hilarious? Yeah. yeah. Because at first when he's writing these stories, right, he's turning them into his boss. And I thought this was hysterical because once you find out it was really him and these stories are true, this part made was way funnier because as he's turning these stories and his boss is like changing the whole ending. He's like, they wouldn't do this. This is stupid. Like I'm changing this story. And you kind of feel bad for him. You're like, Oh man, he wrote that. Like don't change his story. And then later you find out like that was him and that's probably what he really did. Mm -hmm. And so for his boss to say like, Oh, this is stupid. They wouldn't do that. They would never go to Mexico. Yeah, I literally did that. That was me. This was a true story. And so I, th- I thought that part was hysterical. Yeah. And um, 
this is where the story really took a twist for me, though, is when he's the, like trying to do this this bank robbery thing. He's got it. He's making his plan. But right before he pulls it off, he stopped by. Uh, I don't even know if he was going to pull it off, though. <laughs> well, before he attempts to pull right, it off. Right, right, I don't, right. And uh, I forget his name now, but it's Goldman. And uh, is his last name. Is it Jeffrey Goldman? Can't remember now. But anyway, it turns out he's a Pinkerton from uh, Max's past. So somebody who would have had it out for him in his old gunslinger days. And he stops him from from pulling off a really bad planned heist. Yeah, Jeremiah Goldman. Jeremiah. There it is. And uh, turns out he's got some other ideas for Maxie boy. Yeah, he's on his own like revenge plan. He's got like he's old age as well. And so it's like both dudes have like these crazy plans that they're like trying to plan out. Like you got you got our main man Max. He's trying to just get a boatload of money for his for his lady because he thinks he's you know dying soon. And this guy he's got a crazy plan that he's trying to to do. And um, I thought it was cool, man. I thought it was rad, and I really loved Jeremiah. Dude, I did like his character. I thought he was rad. And at first, because he kind of takes you through a through a whole range of motions, because at first you're pumped that he stopped Max from doing something dumb. And then they're planning a new heist on the Nazis. And Jeremiah's kind of pulling some wool over Max's eyes, dude. Yeah, and their partnership is cool because they used to be arch enemies. Yeah, that's right. right Back yeah. in the day, he was chasing him around the wild, wild west trying to arrest him. He ended up losing him in Mexico, he says. Now here they are partnering up to... What Max thinks is to go steal a ton of money from the Nazis. Yeah. And you're all on board. You're like, dude, this is a win-win. Like, now he's got a buddy. Now they can actually plan. And a good plan. Yes. Now they have a good plan. He has a partner. It's like a win-win. He's going to get money. He's going to, you know, be able to leave Rosa set up for when when he ends up kicking the bucket, you know, with a heart attack probably because he's already had a couple of them now. And um, you're pumped, dude. Dude, I was so stoked for this whole thing. But when the plans get thrown into motion, man, it turns out Jeremiah wasn't really telling Max the truth. But I kind of loved it because what it turns out was that Jeremiah wasn't trying to get money. He's trying to get the names of the people who are giving money to the Nazis. Yep. And it's, Go ahead. No, yeah, I was going to say what what um, Max thought they were still in these big crates of money because Jeremiah yeah. was like, dude, they've got these crates. They send crates of money back every time. But it was just like pamphlets. It was all like mm-hmm. all this paperwork. But there was a deeper motivation that Jeremiah had that if he would have told him straight up, Max would have been like, dude, I'm not doing that. It's like not making me any money. Like, yeah. I don't I'm about to die. Like and in the middle of the of that, of the, I guess you would call it a heist. Uh, Max starts putting the pieces together and uh he's pissed he starts having another heart attack like <laughs> during the as, heist dude. as he's driving away they're they're getting shot out they're driving through new york city in these old like model t's and um yeah straight up has a heart attack they they make it out of there i don't know how you, you, i don't know how but either. they make it out and um i loved it let me ask you a question before yeah, we keep yeah. going what do you think of the artwork because there's like two different styles. There's like the artwork when they're like yeah. in present time, and then there's the artwork when he's like telling flashbacks. Um, I I don't know. You know, I'm, I there's things about it I liked. I like the coloring. I like the flatness of the red shirt when it's the throwback. Like the red shirt's pretty much the only thing in color almost. Yeah, and uh, kind of the texture in the flashbacks in the background's kind of neat, but sometimes it's a little distracting to me. I guess I would say it was okay for me. I, I, it wasn't my favorite I've ever seen, but it, it, it set a mood. It set a mood and a tone for the story that I thought was really well done. No, I think you nailed it. The, especially the last part where you said, "Look, because wasn't my favorite, but it was still really, really well done." I think it was perfect for this story. I do like how like the old western scenes. Like I think he does like the coloring really well. Like I love it. Um, yeah. It kind of reminded me some parts of it, like that Texas blood. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Texas blood, I like the artwork in that better. Yeah, I think so too. But um, I thought this was good. I thought the characters were really well done. Um, yeah, I like uh, the scenes of the snowfall. Like they, 
I mean, I love those panels where they're in New York and it's snowing. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say it was I'd say it was good for for the for the story. Not my favorite though. But dude, this is part that I didn't see coming. So, you know, Max hit goes down with a heart attack in the middle of the heist. And uh Jeremiah, I guess, takes him to the hospital and Max wakes up, man. Uh, you know, he starts giving him a hard time, like Dude, yeah, what he'd are you be thinking? furious. Like, what do you yeah. like? How would you feel? Like, That'd you would be... feel double crossed. Yeah, and he admits that he used Jeremiah admits to Max, like, yeah, I used you, but it's for a good cause. And like, you know, he says to him, like, you know, your last name isn't Goldman. Uh, and he's like, Yeah, I know that the way we talk about this is that the hate and all this is really far away. Like, oh, it's in Germany, it's Hitler, but he's pointing out the window and he's like, but it's everywhere. It's coming home. Like, look at all all these cages and these groups and all the bad stuff happening here. And so he wants to go r- right to where it's going to hurt. And he wants to get these big names, you know? Yeah. And uh, it seems like Max is kind of like, he's mad, but he's kind of just laughing at Jeremiah because he's like, bro, that's not who we are. And they're like, yeah, maybe you got some names, but it's not going to matter in the end, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, who are we? Just a... Two yeah. normal average dudes, yeah. Uh, but the coolest thing I thought was that Jeremiah hooks him up, gives him a bank account with eight thousand bucks in it and a deed to a house in Queens, bro. That's exactly what he wanted for Rosa. I so know, he's dude. Set. He's smart. He goes right away and get, and just wills it all over to Rosa, bro. Because yeah, he, he knows did. his heart's he's got days left. It seems like. Yeah, he's uh, he, he's um. He's on the way out for sure. Yeah. So he got exactly what he wanted in the end. Um, well, at least on that part, like to to set Rose up for 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 success because she was younger than him. Seemed like it. Seemed yeah. like it, but um, at least in much better health. And in, yeah, and in good health. And so he knows that's like one of the last things he wanted to do before he before he kicks the old bucket. Yeah. But then when he's back home, dude, what's cool is he's looking at the newspaper, right? And on page two, it finds out that, dude, good old Jeremiah and his plan seems to already have been kicking into effect because some of these big names have been ousted from their jobs for, for being Nazi supporters. And so Max is like, well, I got to go find him and tell him like, hey, man, I was wrong. You did a really cool, good thing. Like, look at it. I think, you know, good things are happening. But when it gets there. This is probably my favorite scene of the whole book, I think, is right here at the end. Because Max, is even though he was an outlaw, he still always wanted to do good. Like, And I don't even know, like, he would be like a Robin Hood-style outlaw, I think, back in the day. Don't you think, like... Well, he specifically says at the end that that's the way he told his story, but that's not who he was. He was a monster. Hmm... At the very end, he says, whenever I told my stories to my daughter, I always made it out like we were Robin Hood. Oh, yeah. And he said, like, we were the we weren't the heroes. We were the killers. Yeah. So he was a bad dude back in the day, stealing money, robbing from people, doing a bunch of bad things in real life. Mm. But I think I think even if he did those bad things and he was the killer, like, I do think that there was a good side to him. And like, you know, he didn't he. You know, seeing all the hate and the the Nazis, he wasn't down for any of that noise. Oh yeah, especially like maybe he just wised up in his, in yeah. his older age because there was that scene earlier in the book where he does stand up for a Jewish dude in the yes. subway, yeah, and he gets pummeled. And that's his first heart attack. Yeah, that, he and just he does, gets walloped. And at the very end, he does, dude. And at the very end, I think it does come back to what you're saying. I know we're not quite there yet, but he does say. He's, he says, you know, we're the killers or whatever, and he's talking about Jeremiah again. And he's like, but Jeremiah uh, was right about one thing. Uh, the world shouldn't be f- be run by the monsters and the killers. Yeah. And so he's trying to be a better guy, I think, like you said. Yeah. But, dude, one of the crazy things here is when he finds out Jeremiah... He was murdered. He was murdered by, uh, from earlier in the story, one of the Nazis who was living in Jeremiah's building who was always punching and beating up his sister. Yeah. And so he asks her, like, where is this dude? And what'd you think about this end scene, man? You want to lay the groundwork here? I feel like I've been doing too much talking. I'm no, sorry. dude. Uh, I loved it because it brings me back to his gunslinger days. Like, mm-hmm. he goes out yeah. in a blazing fire. <laughs> yeah, man. Like... Lighten up the Nazis, that's bro. That's how, you know, like, 
because he's he's always like reliving these stories. I think as he's telling them, you know, oh, and yeah. I just thought it was rad because that's how he he was like. You know, he 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 goes marches straight down there. He loads up on a on some firearms, and he doesn't mess around, dude. He walks into this bars and just, just guns a blazing, dude. Once he finds out, like the like he asks around, I think he finds the dude's name. Mm-hmm. I think he's looking for um, Arnie or something like that. Finds yeah. him, and then um, he just says he's a he's a friend of Jeremiah's and just takes him out, dude. Place, just starts dude. going to town, and then. I mean, unfortunately, he gets shot too in this this huge scene. But um, that last panel, though, is my favorite. I think it's so well structured how it kind of drives your eye to him, but then you still see the the like wreckage right by his feet and just like how much chaos he caused too. And uh, seems like he took out a lot of Nazis there. I mean, I think he had a sawed off shotgun. He was blazing around. Dude, there. he did. <laughs> And so, um, great story, man. Um, it was sh- a short story. It, it was super short. long. Were you surprised by how short it was? Uh, I was really surprised. I think it's only like 70 some pages. Um, yeah. When I picked it up, I was like, is this the full story? Yeah. Um, but I thought it was short and sweet. I thought, um, I, I liked the artwork. I thought it fit the story. Perfect. Um, I liked the characters, um, the little twists in there I thought were great. I loved it, man. It was it was yeah. it was a good read. Is there anything else you wanted to say about this that I, I maybe cut you off from saying, or anything you thought about it as you were reading it that you didn't get a chance to say? No, not at all. I I, I thought all around it was great. Honestly, I'm giving it a four out of five. Yeah, I, I, it was a fun read, man. I, I enjoyed every second of it. Um, at first, I was bummed it wasn't a western. You know, I was like, "What do we That's get what into?" I was ask, yeah. yeah that I, honestly, I was because I, you know, me and westerns, like I just love them. Um, but I wasn't disappointed. I was actually like pleasantly surprised, and it turned out great. And I'll, I'll t- at the end, dude, there's a um, you you go to the last page and you flip it, and then there's like a list of books that Brubaker and Phillips worked on, like all work on, like just together. And they're all right up your alley, aren't they? I just want to start reading <laughs> them all, dude. Like all the criminal series, yeah. and, like the I'm gonna reckless. just start diving in, yeah. yeah. And so, um, I loved it. I'd give it a four out of five, man. It's um, it, it was good. I'd give it a four out of five as well. I loved it. I thought you know some of the artwork wasn't necessarily like home run for me. And I have a question about the end. Like, how did you really feel about the end when he's like kind of breaking it down, and all of a sudden he's telling that story about how he was the killer and he was a monster? Is he saying all that just to so that like, I mean what? I didn't really understand it the first time through. Like, it just kind of felt like, okay, so back in the day, you were a bad guy. And now he's saying, but the world shouldn't be run by bad. Like, what'd you really think of the end of how it ended? Did it feel abrupt to you? It felt a little abrupt to me. Uh, I mean, I'm happy that he got to to go out and just a huge blaze of gunfire taking out Nazis. But let me know what you thought of the end. It didn't bother me that much. No? No, not at all. Like, Did it make sense to you? Like when he's painting the picture of his past and being a bad guy sort of deal? And... Um, well, I, I don't know how, but somewhere throughout the story, I think, because he, he's telling his, he used to tell his daughters about his mm-hmm. outlaw days, but he's, he's spun it in a way, like I mentioned, that he was the Robin Hood. Yeah. Like he was stealing from the, the rich and, and giving to the poor type of guy. But um, he wasn't. And something happened with his daughters. We don't really know, but they're not around mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah. And um, so maybe he's just trying to, like, he, he realizes, okay, maybe I wasn't the best dude. And now this is my one last chance to, like, I don't know, make it right or something in his yeah. eyes. You know? Yeah. I think once I saw it that way, too, it kind of, like, made a little bit more sense to me. Uh, and I love that he stood up for It's so crazy, dude, because... Like you had mentioned, he and Jeremiah weren't aren't buddies. Like if anything, they were enemies. Yeah. And yeah. here he is at the very end going out like for his buddy Jeremiah. Mm. <laughs> who literally just like a couple weeks ago just popped up. Yeah. <laughs> and and then has this plan for him where he lies to him the whole time. But I mean he hooks him up. But I mean, I just kind of like that he stuck up for old Jeremiah and 
Jeremiah, who talks like this? Jeremiah and uh, it's a Western coming out in you, bro. Yeah, and uh, I think too, once he really saw that Jeremiah was right and saw that newspaper article, oh, I think yeah. that like flipped it in his brain. Like, okay, I this is he is doing the right thing. Like, I was in it for the you know maybe the wrong reasons, and he did uh, what was right. I like that. So. Good take. But yeah, I thought it was a good one, man. One of my favorite B.O.Dubs in a while, I think. Yeah, I'm glad, dude, because we needed a good one. We needed a good home run, (laughs) and this was it. So pick this one up, check it out. Um, I like the hardcover you got, that's for sure, because I like the cover, man. The cover is rad. Yeah, it was cool to see the process, dude, and see the inks and just how it gets all laid out. Like, it's got the whole entire, like even the like blue outline pages and you can kind of see like how they place the word bubbles and where they go and how it gets finished. And it just is crazy to show you the amount of work that goes into just like even a shorter book like this. I know, bro. It's wild. And to think that like three people on how much work they had to put into this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Pretty nuts, dude. So it's kind of cool too. Yeah. And just kind of cool too, to like uh, Sean Phillips and like kind of talking about uh, how his, his process has changed from being all like pen and paper and colored to then trying it all digitally. Like he did all kill or be killed digitally. And now he's kind of got like a hybrid system where he does all his inks, all his uh, pencils on digital and then prints it out and does like his uh, shading and stuff uh, with pencil and paper. It's pretty cool. That is rad. Inks and pencil. But it does make me want to dive into the reckless series, man. Yeah, so we were right. So Sean, um, Jacob is the son of Sean. Oh, okay. And you know what's crazy is they're they're from the UK, I believe. They're not... Oh, really? So the the Westerns and the stuff like that, they're nailing it and... It's not even I wonder how I wonder if they ha- had to have westerns back over there, don't you think? Or was that only in the west? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. Were there cowboys over there? <laughs> I, I don't know, dude. Maybe it was just over in the so. west. I think it was just a west thing. Uh, well, they nailed it. They nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> either way, I definitely want to start, you know, reading like reckless, criminal, all that kind of all those what do you think about like um, where this would sit for like a non comic book reader? You think someone like uh, just enjoys a good story could enjoy this one? Oh, hundred percent. I think anybody can pick this one up, even if you're just getting into comics. I think this is a good place to start. Yeah, I yeah, think it's a read that that in, anybody can enjoy. Yeah, I could see this just sitting in a, like a normal bookshelf at Barnes and Noble, bro, and like just picking it up for the sake of the story, even if you're not a comic book person. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Let me ask you this. Yeah. K- kind of on the subject. There's so many of these, like Reckless and Criminal. Like, where do you even start? So I saw with the Reckless, you should read it in publish date. So just look for the one that was published first and go in that order. Gotcha. And then the Criminal stuff I'd like to get into. But, man, that's a honk of a story, bro. Well, it's a big old chunk. Yeah, it's huge. So that'd take you a while. That'd take me all day. You're ready. All right, buddy. It's time. You're going to have the most epic speed round, I think, ever. I got to finish Mosley. Oh, that can't. Oh, yeah. I forgot that even dropped out. Oh, man. I don't know if I want to know how that ends. <laughs> I didn't think so. I got to finish uh, the first arc of Phantom Road. How wow. was that one? Was, so did it good, end dude. in a crazy note or? Way crazy. Okay. Talk a... to me about that one. Well, so. It turns out, you know, that thing that they found on the road that like caused them to kind of, well, it turns out that's like, I don't know the right way to put it, but it's like an egg sack. So they cracked it on accident, looked inside it, and it's like a baby, one of those monsters in like a green egg. Mm. And uh, the dude they were talking to at the diner that one day who knew about it, you know, it turns yeah. out he's working for the cops in some way. So it, it's getting shady. And, uh, like whoever the handler is for the for the FBI agent, and uh, dude, at the very end, this is all I want to say. They're still trying to get the egg to where it needs to go, and they're in the middle of the other dimension, right? And just chasing, getting chased by these monsters and running away. Well, dude, <laughs> I gotta pull it up for you. Does it end on a good note or a bad one? 
Well, it just kind of ends with them still traveling to where they need to oh, go. Oh, so but. there's going to be, this is going to be continued. Yeah, yeah. But dude, so <clears throat> in the middle of the field comes this little bear dude, and he's just starts whacking the monsters. <laughs> what? <laughs> so you're what like, a twist from left field. <laughs> what, what is going think? on? I yeah, love it. Because he's the he's like the mascot for that diner, which is like when they were inside of it and looking out, all the monsters looked like real people. Yeah, he's the yeah. little bear mascot. So somehow that diner and this guy are, you know, something's going on with these things, bro. And uh, it's just such a wild mystery. And I just love it, man. It's such classic Lemire stuff, bro. Dude, that's hilarious. Because even he's like different than all the art and everything. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. Um, oh, I got to read uh, the last, um, the Lost Years, the new one. Oh yeah, yeah. Issue what is it? Five or four? Four. And dude, there, there's only five issues. It was definitely the best one so far. Like Mikey's kind of in like a, he gets taken prisoner and he's like in a camp where they've got a fight and the the last one standing gets their freedom, but he makes good friends with a human and it turns out it's it's the two of them that are left at the end. Oh, it was just like a hard story and and really cool. And the dude ends up, uh, spoiler alert, like sacrificing himself so that Mikey can get out of there. Like he throws the fight more or less. And so that was neat, dude. I really liked that. Uh, it was the best, the best issue of that run so far. Uh, I got to read this new one, dude, called Click Click Boom. And I freaking love it. Remember that old school song? Click Click Boom. Yeah, they, that was, dude, I remember when there was a Western movie that came out, it was like a modern day Western, and that song was like the, the theme oh, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think Colin Farrell was in it or something. Uh, and it's cool, dude, so it's about this girl who is mute, more or less. Like, she doesn't talk, she she kind of communicates via pictures that she takes, and uh, she's kind of just solving a mystery, and she gets involved with this podcaster who is kind of, it's kind of like only murders in the building ish where she's trying to solve a mystery that no one else is really like, uh, picking up on. And, uh, they end up getting together by happenstance and, uh, just kind of cool, uh, neat, uh, definitely a cool premise. And I, I'm sticking, I'm sticking around for it. Right on. hundred percent. Cause you read a lot, bro. I got to read seven years in darkness. Number two and dude, just a cool story. Our main guy ends up, you know, they're they're all finally at the school, and uh, he ends up making friends with somebody who it's kind of like you're not supposed to be talking to one another type deal. But this girl has this little stone that if she, she gave it to him and they can communicate without talking, mm. uh, which is pretty neat. And they become fast friends, and uh, you're kind of interested to see how that's all going to play out because on their first night there, one of the groups is already trying to kill all the other students. And uh, that doesn't go well for them. The teachers kill them on the spot. <laughs> but uh, I'm liking that a lot. I got to read Red Zone 4, and that was nuts too, man. Just our main dude still trying to get the heck out of Russia, but he's double-crossed by an old friend in this one, uh, but still manages to get his way out, dude. And uh, now he's back in America teaching, and it turns out that the girl is his daughter, and it, it kind of reminded me, what was the story? Oh, a Simon Cross thriller. Mm-hmm. It reminded me a little like that, because like that, her handler's like, when are you going to tell him? And I was like, oh, this is Simon Cross all over again. Uh, you know, some massive like CIA operative who's got a estranged Russian daughter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's just wild and fun, and the artwork's been cool on that one. I got to read Book of Evil number three. Is Scott that, Snyder? Yeah, it's not yeah, really yeah. a comic book. It's mostly prose with kind of yeah, jock. I remember doing you were telling me about I remember the first issue you really, really liked a while ago. And so our our main dude ends up getting lost from his group of friends. And then this other group uh finds him and takes him in. And it's like this these group of kids who are living in like an abandoned amusement park. And uh they've got all these rules. It reminds me a little bit of what's the furthest place from here. Uh <clears throat> and they've got all these rules like once you become an adult, we throw you off a cliff. Because adults, you know, in this one, you can become <laughs> bad. And uh, so he's struggling with like, you know, should we do it? Should we not do it? And uh, he ends up staying there, but his his friends end up catching back up with him. 
they decide they want to leave, but that group's like, no, you can't leave because you already know where we're at. And if you're captured by an adult, you'll tell them where we are. Anyway, that's been a lot of fun. And they get to this underground doorway. I can't remember exactly how it ended, but I've really liked it. It's been a lot of fun as well. I got to read Old Dog 4, and it's another CIA daughter mm-hmm. story, and that's still been good. A lot of these are kind of crossovers, huh? I got to read, uh, I'm trying to save my favorite one for last and just see what the heck else I got into. Vanish 7 was wild, dude. Freaking twists and turns there. It turns out uh, our main guy has a connection in the same sort of way that Harry Potter, I think I heard uh, Matt over at Pullbox Pal say this as well, and he's right. Uh, like Harry Potter, Voldemort sort of thing. And they're talking to each other in their mind sort of deal. Uh, and it's his wife is like bringing up the dead to try to save him and gets wild and nuts. Yeah, I heard that that has a lot of Harry Potter vibes, even from the first arc. Yeah. Uh, and then my favorite uh, read, dude, something I literally love. Something is epic number two. This story, dude, is like, you got to have patience with it. But it's on a level that's just deep. I don't want to sound pretentious or annoying, but I'm not going to say his name right. Anyway, Simon Kodransky, uh, just dealing with these stories. And I just love it, dude, about loss and grief and his mom's dealing with cancer and he's got this weird thing going on and just how he's able to ignore it. Like, remember I was telling you, like, all the imagination stuff lives in this other universe and it's just all happening right around him. A superhero and like a Dragon Ball Z character are just battling each other, like right in his front yard. And he's just walking by it like it's no big deal. But it turns out it looks like they might be bleeding over a little bit because damage from their fight ends up impacting his aunt's car in real life. And he's a little bit like, what the heck is that? What's going on here? But the artwork and the story are just on a whole other level. this is one I'm going to be collecting in every single available format imaginable because I love it so much, dude. I think it might be my favorite story. No, that's over the top. <laughs> you know, let's wait till it finishes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's currently my favorite ongoing. All right. I'm going to have to pick it up because I think issue three comes out this week. Yeah. I think. And last time I was at my local shop, the covers were so rad. I almost just picked them up, but I ended up saying, nah. But um, I'm going to have to go back and check these out. I love it, dude. 10 out of 10 on every single f- facet for me. I will tell you that that our buddy Ross did say that he felt like two was a little slow, and I can see it. But because I'm so into like the struggle that the, the kid's going through, and there's this whole bit about how you deal with grief and loss and how even people of faith deal with these things and uh, I just really liked it, dude. Like, I don't know. It was just on another level from from other comic books I'm reading that uh, it's really neat, dude. It's it's a, it's a totally different experience. Uh, it's very text heavy. So that's what I mean. Like, I'm just I'm just in it for the ride because it's just it's got so much to offer, dude. Like, I love it. Yeah. I'm I say check any the, of that all right? You you just love it. That's all I heard. <laughs> No, I, I like it, dude. I wanna, I wanna read it. Like I said, I, I think I told you last time when I seen the, it was like the Terminator cover for issue one, I think, and it was rad. I almost just got it because of that cover, but yeah. I'll have to check it out. Loved it, bro. So good. And then uh, I've been keeping up since I've been chatting with Ross about Marvel stuff with the Fantastic Four, dude. And uh, I don't know if you can get your hands on it somehow, some way, but I think you would love it, dude. It's been great, dude. I'm a big the new, fan of the, the new Fantastic Four. Yeah, the Ryan North, the Fantastic Four stuff. It's been great. And I've been watching Secret Invasion, which so far I've really liked. Yeah, is it good? I wanted to I start like it. it. I mean, the reviews on it aren't great, but I've been enjoying it well enough. Like, it's, Yeah, I want to check it out. I thought it looked cool. Yeah, so. Oh, dude, and I got to read the new Deadpool Batter Blood. Oh, yeah, the new yeah, yeah. Freaking awesome, dude. I want to show you. I have it right here. And that's here. by the, one of the original yeah, creators, right? Yeah. He does this uh, crazy thing. I mean, his his artwork isn't necessarily my favorite, but I do think he does. Is he doing everything on that? I don't think he does everything. I know he's doing the artwork or something, but he's got these like, so you open it like a centerfold. Oh, that's pretty rad. And that's cable. Yeah. And uh, just he does these huge pages that are just a lot of fun. Like, it's so action forward with Rob, you know? 
and this one where Wolverine's just taking that dude out. That is pretty rad. Anyway, it's been a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Cool Deadpool story where, you know, Deadpool's funny and silly, but it's just not funny and silly. Like, there's an action to it. Like, he seems like a mercenary. Mercenary? Mercenary. Yeah, mercenary. So I just like to, to get back to that a little bit with him, where it's not just silly Deadpool. Like, they don't need to try to make Deadpool Gwenpool. Like, just make Deadpool be who he's supposed to be. A kind of funny, silly, but still has the Wolverine edge to him. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Well, good. I'm glad it turned out good. At least for, that's just issue one, right? Yeah. Good. And that was great, dude. So, fun stuff. Well, dude, you got a lot of reading in. I'm proud of you. It's good to be hanging back in the lair with you. Heck yeah, dude. I can't can't wait to hear what you think of Local Man, dude. I know. I got a lot of catching up to do. So, anything uh you saw that's coming out next week that you want to jam? Um, yeah, dude, next week's going to be a cool week, man. Um I think we already mentioned uh something epic. Issue 3 is coming out. Don't spit in the wind, issue number 4. How how you feeling? Um, I'm going to stay with it because I could give up on it. You yeah, I could see that. It was. It, it got kind of weird. It, it, yeah. it did get kind of weird, but I, I think I'm going to stick with it. I don't know how many issues it'll be. The best thing about that is that Mad Cave puts those out on Hoopla, like yep. on release day. Yep. So I can get it for free. So that's probably if I had to pay for them, I would think. I, I don't know. I do like the unique artwork. You know, yeah. there's something about it. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I know it's. It's just unique, and I don't yeah. know. It speaks to me in a way. I don't know why. Is that weird? No, I, I I get it. I can see appreciating it. It's kind of got like a, a rough sketch. Yeah. Like yeah, I don't know it. what That's it is. Neat. I just really, I don't know. I like it. Um, Fish Flies, issue number one from uh, Jeff Lemire, as I like to call it, um, Fireflies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many times I called it Fireflies. You were probably wanting to beat me up, dude. <laughs> Um, but, I got to read that when he was doing it on Substack, and it was pretty cool. So I'm excited for it to be out in print finally. Yeah, I know for what was it, New Comic Book Day, that like the preview I- issue of it or something. Or maybe yeah. it was, I don't know if it was all issue one or what, I can't remember. I haven't got to pick up Tenement yet, you know, the new Bo- Bone Orchard one. Yeah, Because yeah. I just haven't been loving anything of it yet, but I did hear Mad say it was really good. So now I feel like I'm going to buy it. And You're going to check it hope out? Hope for the best. I remember, yeah, I didn't like the first one that much. I wasn't a big, I, haven't been I wasn't crazy a huge about fan. Bone Orchard stuff yet, dude. I will say one of the ones I'm probably most looking forward to is the new run of uh, Lonesome Hunters is coming out. What is it? What Wolf, do you think is this Wolf is going to be? Yeah, Wolf Child. Do you think this is going to be a continuation or a story set in the same world? You know, I, I want to say, I wish it would be the same continuation, but I don't know if it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be, yeah. Well, let me, hold on, let me read the little blurb here. I it, I think it's going to be a continuation. It says, uh, Howard and Lupe are on their way to get rid of a powerful sword. Car trouble oh. leaves them stranded in a small town. All right. So, so I, love, it's just, I love that duo. Yep, Tyler Crook doing it all by himself. And so I'm, I hope it's a continuation because I love Lupe and um, the old man, uh, Howard. Yeah. Dude, one of the ones I'm really excited about is uh, Inhale We Fight number two coming out. Oh, yeah, you like that one. I did like that one. Dude, I did see, too, there's a um, uh, TMNT Last uh, Ronin Lost Day special. Yeah. And Hopefully so, that's good. Yeah, I'm interested. I mean, I like turtle stuff. Um, I know the, the <laughs> I know the Lost Years isn't my favorite, but... Um, I think you would like the last issue, though, the one I just read. Yeah. I think you'd dig it. Tell me this. Were all the little young turtles in it a lot? They're older now, though. Oh, okay. So it's a little better. Okay. Uh, But the only thing that's annoying, and you mentioned this a while ago, is like, if you were going to create new turtles, I just wish I understood what the expectation was for them. Like, are they creating them so that they have new stories to tell after this? Because they're so one for one to the original turtles and attitude and what they do. Mm-hmm. I just don't, I don't get that. Like, if you're going to do it, like, make them different, different. Yeah. Like, don't make one the tech guy, the one with a bad attitude, one silly, and then one leader type. Like, I don't know. It rubs me a little weird. It does. That's one thing. I just, I don't know if I can, ah, it's just weird. 
I got to yeah. get past that. Anyways, let's keep going. What else? Anything else you're looking forward to? Well, in terms of collected editions or where it's really shining for me this week, bro, because what I'm jacked out of my mind for is the TMNT uh, Batman Omnibus. Is that coming out? Hopefully. I'm, uh, they're saying on the secret source the next week. So fingers crossed, Big Dad. Do you have do you have it uh, ordered? No, because I couldn't place a pre-order for it anywhere, but I do have it saved on my wish list at in at in stock trade. So the second that bad boy hits, I'm ordering it, dude. And I love them. I love them too. And you know who wrote it? James Tinian, my yeah, man. Yeah, a couple writers on there, but Tinian's on there. Yeah, hard I cover, read them digitally. Bucks. I'm dropping it like it's hot. Not even thinking twice about it, bro. Six hundred pages though, but not on in stock. In stock is not that much. You know, with that 40 percenter. How many issues was this? Well, there's three different arcs, and I think they're all in there. Yeah, so I think there's, there's like, like six issues each. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other one that I would say is a must-buy is the Fantastic Four Volume 1 by Ryan North is coming out next week. Mm. All right. And I've been really loving it, man. So shout out to our boy Ross because he got me into it, and it's been a lot of fun. Ross, I hope you're doing well over there, man. I haven't talked to you in a while. Oh, dude, I got to read this other. Uh, so, Frank, do you know uh, Aquabats? The band? Yeah. yeah. And do you know Yo Gabba Gabba? Oh, yeah. TV show? Yeah, yeah. So the dude from Aquabats created Yo Gabba Gabba. Okay. I didn't know that. And he wrote this, these comic books. And uh, he stopped by Frank's and, and dropped off some of these that he wrote. And it's called like Tubaloth and the and Tubaloth or Tubaloth of Goon Holler. And uh, he dropped them off, signed it. And uh, Frank shot it to me because he knows like, you know, I have some kids and uh, I like those sort of stories. And he's just like, hey, check this out. So I grabbed one right away, dude. And uh, it was just a lot of fun, dude. It's about this like uh, Bigfoot Sasquatch dude who's living in like Goon Holler, which is where my, like somewhere hidden in the woods where like all these monster type creatures live. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And uh, there's these like three little like Scooby Doo dudes who are like on the lookout for you know Bigfoot, and uh, they finally see him and they're trying to track him down. Aliens get involved in this thing. Um, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Uh, But I read this a while ago, so I'm going to just read real quick what I had said about it. I said, uh, man, this is probably going to make for terrible radio, but it says, I had fun with this and enjoyed the friendships and hijinks that Tuba and his friends got up to. Uh, A good message about peace, friendship, and overcoming fears. The only thing I did think about it was that the artwork could have been printed a little better. You know, like that old school, it has the like dots everywhere. But this, the dots were too big. Mm. And so, like, it made the art just a little unclear. Uh, but it was cool, man. A cool portrayal of friendship, like uh, Tuba and his friends uh, just going to bat for each other and sticking up for each other when the backs are against the wall. And Yeah. And cool message for kids just about adventure and, you know, friendship and stuff I'm like that. I'm in it, besides the aliens. They're the silliest aliens you've ever seen in your life. Maybe I'll be in then. <laughs> So I forgot about that. I did get to read that and that was fun. So shout out to Frank uh, for hooking me up for that, for thinking of me. Uh, you know, one of the things that uh, Monk always says is to be a successful shop, you need to know your customers. And this is just another prime example of why Frank's a rad shop because he knows his customers and you should check out his shop, coffeeandacomic.com. Enter our coupon code to check out comic book layer in all caps. Maybe throw the word the in there. I'm get still not coffee, sure. Get some coffee, get some cool books. He's going to hook you up. Yeah. And check him out on Instagram. He's got another freaking giveaway, dude, where he's giving away a bunch of comics, stickers, coffee. And uh, yeah, Frank's rad. Check him out. Check out his shop. You will not be disappointed. Well, heck yeah, buddy. It's been a good week. Good to be back hanging in the lair, like I said. Um, what are we doing next week? We're just hanging We're in the hanging. lair. We're hanging. We're hanging. Uh, hopefully I can catch up on some books. Yeah, man. Heck yeah, buddy. I'm glad to Take chat us with out you. Of here. Take us on out of here. Well, uh, I'm ready to go to bed. <laughs> Dude, I am beat up. <laughs> I got to get the ice in my back. <laughs> You're going to be hanging upside down for the next hour. Anyways, uh, thanks for checking us out. Um, please subscribe to our show. Uh, head on over to our Instagram, The Comic Book Blair. Follow us there. 
check out what we're doing and uh, join up on the Discord. Uh, join the yeah. conversation. Meet us. Tell us what you're reading. We'd love to hear from you. Keep reading comics. Cowabunga, nerds. Like the sound of the Comic Book Layer podcast? Our audio production is provided by Rosecat Audio. Check out Rosecat Audio at rosecataudio.com. R-O-S-E-K-A-T audio.com.